This is so hot off the press to kick off the country, I haven't even had time to read it. To help me through it, Emma Higgins, Senior Analyst with Rabobank, they've just released their New Zealand Agribusiness Outlook for 2023 and they say this, there are four wildcard factors affecting the fate of farming in 2023. The reopening of China, global and domestic inflation, market signals for low or zero uh, emissions product and of course the biggie coming up on October 14, the general election. Emma, the floor is yours. Uh, Where do you want to start? (laughs) Well, let's just unpack some of those wildcards that you talk about, Jamie, because I think uh, these particular wildcards have the opportunity to provide some pretty divergent paths for our our farmers or our food producers across the course of this year. And um, certainly they'll shape farmer fortunes or at least their bank accounts. So uh, let's just kick off with the first one, right? Because China has done such an about turn or a U-turn even when it comes to their COVID-19 policies. In the short term, we think there's still some challenges ahead to work through just around the supply chain pressures as COVID spreads. We know that we dealt with that here in New Zealand when we uh, really worked through opening of our borders and now China's facing the same thing. So that's some short-term headwinds, but longer term, we're hopefully optimistic that despite some bumps, we'll start to see some more demand come through for our exported products, which will be helpful for commodity markets. And we've already seen that with yesterday's global dairy trade auction. Hopefully, we've reached the bottom of the curve there. Now, this is one that doesn't want or doesn't seem to want to go away here in New Zealand, perhaps around the rest of the world. They're getting on top of it. Inflation. That's right. Inflation, inflation, inflation. It is so talked about because you're right, Jamie, it is stubbornly high. And we've got some questions around this. Will we see some policy overshoot risks here or will we see, in fact, the worm turn on interest rates? Look, honestly, we think there's still some ways to go when it comes to central banks and their hikes. We're not convinced that they're done yet, just with moving the OCR, as it might be in New Zealand's case. Um, the magnitude, however, might be smaller than what we've seen just in recent times. So what we're looking for here is how do interest rates, higher interest rates, actually impact on economies? And what do potentially those recessionary risks look like for some of our key markets in China, in Europe, and in the US. So uh, a lot to watch and work through there, um, particularly in the first half of this year, maybe more hopeful in the second half of this year. Uh, number three wildcard, market signals for low or zero emission products. Do people care about that when there's a food crisis? Oh, yeah, look, it is it is a challenge, isn't it? Because it is such a big issue here locally. And I think, I think the opportunity that we have right now is that with all the frameworks being proposed as it stands. The challenge that we have right now is to our marketers. So how will they be leveraging this opportunity that we've got? Um, You're right, though, when it comes to, uh, obviously, a food um, cost crisis that is happening globally, consumers do care more about full tummies uh, and full wallets at this point in time, perhaps. Um, But we still need to get our ducks in the line because the direction of change isn't necessarily going to uh, shift overnight. And the fourth wild card is the New Zealand election campaign and obviously the election itself on October 14. I put it to you that rural New Zealand, in fact I know this is the case, would welcome a change of government. Yeah, look, I think uh, obviously 14th of October is going to be that D-Day and um, I think regardless of any change in government there, Jamie, 
I think it's unlikely to shift the direction of regulation and where we've been heading with with significant magnitude. I think the pace of change, however, maybe has more of a question mark. And then obviously what we're waiting to see is will New Zealand agriculture, uh, it will be highly sought after when it comes to the vote, so will New Zealand agriculture and policies directed to that um, be more, I guess, supportive for New Zealand farmers? You've just finished the report with the commodity outlook. We won't go through all the sectors if you want but let's just have a look at dairy beef and sheep meat because they're the three biggies from this report okay and give me like a number out of 10 there you go emma it's not in your report you've got to give me on a scale of one to ten we'll start with dairy prospects okay when it comes to, okay, and particularly thinking about the commodities that you just outlined, um, I think dairy is probably the most hopeful when it comes to uh, farm gate milk price forecasts, at least, or what farmers are likely to see. Um, yes, they are coming under pressure. Yes, absolutely, that is happening with what we've seen coming through from commodity prices. Uh, we think short term, there's still some more headwinds to work through, but you're right, the GDT was more optimistic. Uh, that was held just recently. Uh, we think there's more promising levels coming through in the second half of this year when it comes to commodity prices. So I'd probably put that as about, uh, I'd put that as an eight, Jamie. Okay, beef, show me the money. Okay, so beef is interesting. I think what we're going to see here is that US production is likely to continue to decline until we get some meaningful rains. And what that means is it's going to be tight global beef supplies. We obviously have recessionary risks in the US as well, but it could be helpful for New Zealand lean trimmings. We're probably likely to see prices above the five-year average. So I'm going to put that at about a six. Um, not going to see the highs of last year, but certainly above that five-year average mark. Now, sheep meat's been a real battle this season. What's the number there? Yeah, it's definitely the lowest one if I had to rank all three of them, right? Because we are waiting for that China tap to turn on. More optimistic in the second half of this year, particularly in the lead-up to peak consumption season. Uh, Other markets, though, are are certainly still challenging if we think about the UK, EU, and also the US as well. Look, I'd have to probably put that at about a five uh, in terms of the grand scheme of things because we, uh, we're also seeing some Australian supplies starting to increase as well. Well, Emma Higgins, off the cuff, you did very well. You can read all about the report. It is entitled or titled the uh, New Zealand Agribusiness Outlook 2023 on the Rabobank website. Hot off the press. Thanks for your time. No worries. Thanks, Jamie.